Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we've reached week six. Zach, the devil's number. We're this there. Is, sorry to interrupt. This is take four, everyone. Yeah, this is take four of this podcast. I'm trying. I don't want you to make it seem like you're too good at it. Yeah, and I'm almost positive that the introduction I did in take three was mm-hmm. better than that one, but I just thought I'd try something new. And it's it, important to mix it up. It is important. Um, But no, we have, we've reached week six of MasterChef, which is a lot of fun. Thanks for sticking around, guys, and listening to us do this. Um, There are 13 weeks of this show and we're six weeks in. So we're nearly halfway. Oh, whoa, Jeez. we are. We're halfway. No, we're not. No, because we've done half of week six. Once we finished this podcast, we're halfway. Ah, yes, we are. Oh, my God. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. How are you doing? I'm I'm over MasterChef. Are you? Yeah, I'm done. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, well, there goes our joke. <laughs> We've carried a joke from week one about how much we love this show and now you're done. Yeah, no, I'm done. Why? Um, I'm just, I'm outraged. Why are you outraged? I'm outraged. Is it something to do with something that's happened in the last three episodes? I'm trying to make it that. Um, Yes. Okay, great. Well, we'll get there, I'm sure, (laughs) as this podcast continues. Um, I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this week. Uh, Sorry, Mish, I should say I love MasterChef. Thank God. I've <laughs> I, always like, I don't loved know how to work with this. <laughs> uh, MasterChef is fantastic. Yeah. I love watching it. Um, what I'm done with is some of these crazy people and what they think they can do. Uh, the the beer in a cupcake. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that? That's gross. Um, but let's be it. honest, Meat Guy will put has put beer in almost everything. In everything. So I think that's his thing. I yeah. think he's... He's meat guy, but he's beer guy. Yeah, really, he's beer guy. He's really beer guy, and his his dream is to run a really successful beer restaurant. That's isn't it? true. Yeah, I believe he wants to make a meat beer restaurant. Yeah, which I'm sure. Which you he, and I should go to sometime. Well, a meat and beer restaurant. You love you and meat. I, I love drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it is 2009, <laughs> um, and in 2009, I do love a good hunk of meat, and you do, do love a giant bev. I do. I love a bev. And that's not going to change. In no, 10 years' time, never. we're not going to be the opposite of those things. Yeah. Um. So before we kind of jump into all the, the episodes that we've just watched, yep. fantastic part one of week six, mm-hmm. Um. I thought we'd have a bit of a chat about the reviews that have been coming flooding in for this podcast. Flooding, flooding. in. Flooding. Now, we've joked about the fact that people don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. But people are fucking listening. They are. And, hello. Hello. Uh, you hi. are listening right now. Um, hi. How are you going? Uh, they're listening and they're reviewing and they're loving this shit. Yeah. And I just thought for the sake of our egos, because Zach and I have very, very fragile egos. Here's the thing that uh, a lot of people don't understand, namely uh, drama school teachers. Just because <laughs> you've got a big ego doesn't mean it's not fragile. Zach and Mish have very big egos, but they're fragile. Yes. So don't poke those those ego balloons. Yeah, and if you are a drama teacher and you think the best way to get to your student is by breaking through their ego, yeah. consider not doing that to Zach and I in a couple of years, please. <laughs> <laughs> because it will ruin our lives. <laughs> we'll never be able to get over it. And to this day, we'll still use this as an excuse for all the things that have fucked up in our all lives. All our bad behaviour. I actually remembered the other day... Mm. Um, I don't know if this is a story for this podcast, but fuck it. Fuck it, y'all. Fuck it, who cares? You're coming on Um, a journey, listener. I remembered the other day that one of our acting teachers, like, regularly had a go at me about my weight. Oh, really? Yeah, but, like, regularly would tell me I needed to go to the gym and that I, like, if I wanted. Hit the gym, Mish, hit the gym. Hit the gym. Yeah. And, and, like, I would walk in and we'd all stand in a circle and be like, hello, hello. And, like, so everyone's listening and he'd just be like, did you go to the gym this week? And the answer was always no. Yeah. <laughs> it's never been yes. If yeah. anyone ever asks me, have you been to the gym this week? No, I haven't. Um, 
and I would just be like, oh, no, I haven't. He's like, got to hit the gym. Uh-huh. And he, then, he would, then he would explain to everybody about why it was really important as an actor to be um, slim, mm. essentially. Not great. Um, not great. But I just, <laughs> I just thought I'd share that. I just, I'd blocked that memory out. That's a good memory too. And and it's funny how. Um, oh, I can, do you want me to make it funny? <laughs> Please. I fucked him after. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's not sad. <laughs> now I'm a comedian again. And, and if if any, because it's 2009, there hasn't been any game changing comedy specials <laughs> <laughs> that have made us realise the damage that that does to a person. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, uh, he called me fat, but I fucked him good. <laughs> and now it's funny. Um, anyway, reviews. Um, I thought I'd read a couple just to kind <laughs> Sorry of. Sorry for going. <laughs> Sorry for making you make it funny. I feel really bad. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Um, uh, so let's have a look at the reviews because now I'm I'm broken. <laughs> let's build it back up again. Build it back up. If only there was like people in pop music that could inspire you, but none of them are doing that. No, right there's no one in pop music um, that makes me feel good as hell. Is Megan Trainer around yet? No, she's not. No, okay. No. Because she won't help. Side note, though. <laughs> She doesn't. She's the skinny person with hips. <laughs> um, yeah, no, vegan trainer doesn't help. However, side note, because um, we're going to go into the whole, like, I can see into the future. I'm so glad we covered that last week. Yeah. Um, the song, let's Marvin gay and get it on. I love that song. Do you? I actually do. It's one of my, like... No, I don't have secret shame songs anymore. I used to back in 2009, um, but in the future I don't. So, no, it's not a secret shame. I do listen to that sometimes when I walk to the bus on my way to work. Excuse me, Mish. Uh, my brain just exploded what? with all the continuity errors. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, I like that song. Fuck off. The clarity of your future. I didn't realise we would be using this future-telling device. <laughs> With, or specifics. With, with like as just a get out of jail free card. I thought it would be like this layer that we would sprinkle through. But no, it's just oh, a- I can see into the future. Eight toes for Brecky. Eight toes for Brecky on the 16th of September. Oh, I can see into the future. Oh, Lizzo's great, isn't she? Who's Lizzo? Oh, Who's see, that? It's patchy, this future thing. What <laughs> no, I can see, a... you can't see. No. It's the... I wish I could see what you can see because Lizzo sounds great. <laughs> anyway, um, we've gotten reviews in, which is great, on a bunch of different platforms. Mm. Um, a lot of people have been sending through Apple podcast reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, also this social media phenomenon called Instagram. We do get some lovely DMs. I didn't know you could DM on Instagram. You can. D- oh, and DM stands for... Direct message. Right. See, I thought Instagram was just like more or less just an app where you could share, but it was really just a photography app. No. there's Well, there's a DM feature. Fuck, man. Like <laughs> there is. It's there. You find it. Other cunts have. You'll be fine. Um, so have you gotten any interesting reviews, Zach? Have you done any research no, on this at all? No. So when you said to me last night, yeah. hey, maybe we could do reviews yeah. on the podcast tomorrow, and yeah. I said, sure, and at work, yeah. at my place of work, yeah. printed out some. Uh-huh, yeah. And now when I've addressed it with you, your idea, yeah. your pitch, uh-huh, you've yeah. done nothing for it. Uh, no, no. You are a piece of shit, <laughs> Zach Ruane. <laughs> Because now I just look like an <coughs> arrogant, ew. No, <laughs> now I just look like an arrogant cunt who's printed out reviews. I, Mish, I never, your request. I never said we should read out you reviews. You did, don't, because people will believe you because you're the famous one. That's not fair. Not so you're the famous one, so whatever you say is correct. God, I, just, I never said, this is weird and arrogant of you, Mish. Asshole. <laughs> um, no, I did say that. I thought we would just... Um, look off our phones, but admittedly I realised there's no way to access them well, on my Nokia. So Exactly. So that's why I printed them. So, so I'm here, really glad you printed them, Mish. Um, I thought I'd read out a couple. I have one that's my favourite and I think I just gave it to you. No, this is my favourite one uh, by a guy named Daryl. Mm-hmm. Um, he titled the review inspirational. Gave it five stars. Thanks, Daryl. Thank you, Daryl. And it just says, this podcast taught me to love food again after the accident. <laughs> I think that's very fucking funny. I just want to make a note. We will only read out five-star reviews. If you want your review read out (laughs) on the podcast, it has to be a five-star review. Yeah. Uh, It being the year two, this is from um, Happy Face Staff Car. 
It being the year 2009, I never thought I'd be listening to media over the internet. I have to be careful not to go over the 20 gigabyte download limit on the Telstra internet internet my parents pay for. Very good. That's very good. Uh, This one's from the Hoff 09. Good. Very good, yeah. And they've titled, titled it Magnificent and they've written... Elegant, timeless, always on trend. I have listened to all these episodes from start to finish, from Zach's long laughs being like a shooting star where it was rare and where it was a rare and beautiful occasion. Now in week five, half of the podcast is Zachary's beautiful wheeze. <laughs> this podcast gets me to Victoria Union back with a smile on my face. Please never end. Oh, fantastic. That's well, it so will nice. end when Master Chef's and, and we can't fucking wait. Road Trooper 1999 uh, says, I played this on a long car trip with my dad and he won't stop talking about how good it is. Now we have bonded and some old wounds have been healed. <laughs> Thanks, Mission Zach. It's the best review. We've read that one previously, but it was worth a George shout is out. a bald fraud. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which George that is referring to. They said 11 out of 10. <laughs> You can't give an 11 out of 10, well, though. Well, they said, no, that's what they wrote. That yeah, is I know, their but you, review. But the, the, the weird thing about that review, Zach, is yeah. that you can't give an 11 out of 10 and there's no way that that would ever get done on the show. It's something that gets done on the show in a few years. I forgot about that yeah. reference. God, someone's... Uh... Well, um, no, I didn't forget about that reference because I'm not overusing the future device that we set up in the last podcast. I'm sorry, but it just makes things so fucking easy. Um, all right, so this is an Instagram DM. Uh, that I got. Mm. I won't say who they're from on Instagram because then I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want. I, yeah, no, you never. I don't want our know. tens yeah. and tens of listeners to yeah do the stalk. Um, but this one says, "Just wanted to say that I'm an 18 year old English boy and I am loving the podcast. Don't question why I'm still listening. Being able to listen is making work a million times more tolerable." Ah, oh, beautiful. That's lovely. Well, I, I also I got no, this. I also I have got no this. Questions? Why? It, I have a question. Why someone from the UK would be listening? Yeah. Um, but no questions. Why an eighteen-year-old would be listening? Anyone of any age can watch MasterChef Australia. The year is two thousand and nine. And if you're eighteen in two thousand and nine, well, I'm only nineteen. God, God knows. Yeah. Well, that's true. This is another DM that I got. And it just says, I've definitely noticed your booze slash boobs winky face. Oh, very cool. Yes. I didn't reply to that one. No, that's very fun. <laughs> I play hard to get in my DMs, but I saw it, babe. <laughs> I appreciate it. Wow. That's that. That's a great ex- – so, they're, 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 they're riffing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like this. This is from A.O. Hayo. It's the boss baby. Yeah. Uh, in relation to that obscure picture book, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and the review's title is bad and the review is really bad and they gave it five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, very good. Um, uh, there's one here as well that's from Frogman. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, the world is ready for this. Uh, there's also from uh, German-Australian, masterful. I think this is the kind of thing everyone's going to like. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Um, I got this one as well. This is another Instagram uh, DM, so they're always really appropriate. And this one just says, would fuck. To you? Yeah. An Instagram Yeah, DM. I don't know what they're referring to in terms of what they would fuck. And I also have no idea whether or not it's in relation to the podcast. <laughs> I just wanted to read that. Um, just in case anyone's listening, Mish, and this mm. is a little off topic, uh, messages like that, does that work? In 2009, even in 2009, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Absolutely. We don't need irony. Yeah, like, no, okay. Someone that sends a message like that, Mish, um, yeah, no, you're not picking up on the iron. No, okay. I was being ironic. Um, in all seriousness, in answer to that question, no, it doesn't work. No. Um, but how old are you? <laughs> me. No, now? the person who messaged ah. me. So, um, if you sent me that message, let me know how old you are and where you live. <laughs> but it doesn't work. It, it doesn't does not work. work. But, 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 are you married? Um, oh. and did you mean it? Oh. <laughs> No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I would never. I would never. I would. Um. Anyway. 
Anywho, um, let's go on to the mask. We've read in. the reviews. People love us. My ego's back. I think I'm fucking great. Let's um, dig into the eps, shall we? Let's dig in. First ep. Okay. First ep of week six. And we're back on my fave. It's my fave ep. Is the box of mystery. It's mystery box. Mystery box, my apologies. Uh, The mystery box. And this episode was fun. It It was was fun. It was was a little bit different, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was because instead of just being like, for those of you who are big fans, just like we are, um, they usually walk into the giant hall Mm -hmm. and there's just these boxes of mystery on Mm -hmm. the benches. But this time there was also a big, big table covered in a big blanket. Mm. Um, And that's not usually there. And everyone was like, Mm. oh, I wonder what's under that. I wonder what's under that. Mm. Um, turns out they, they lift the lids on the mystery box and I didn't write it down. I didn't write what was in there, but it was cake shit. Like cake sh- shit. Shit to make a cake. Shit for a cake. We're looking at Butter, flour. We're looking flour, at sugar, eggs. Knows, yeah, I love yeah. that. Um, and so, and then Trevor went, oh, it's cake stuff. And like way too many people at this point in the competition were like, oh no, like you don't like, they, they don't like to cook. Sam doesn't like to cook. No. He doesn't. Everything he is presented with, he rolls his eyes and is like, this is shit. It's like, you don't like to cook. Yeah. Why are you there? The, the amount of times people are like, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll jump ahead. The, when the person was presented with the three ingredients to choose, they're mm. like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, like, well, do you like cooking at anything? All? <laughs> like, yeah, but that's the th- I, that, that kind of became apparent to me in this set of episodes is that no one there other than maybe Poe. Poe. Poe and Chris. Chris is across Chris it. And pro. Ev- Chris pro. and Poe. Pro-po. Pro-po. Um, everyone else hates food. Yeah. They all don't like to cook, mate. No. Like they're um, everything that's presented to them, like, oh, fuck. Like Trevor and Sam genuinely I don't think enjoy eating. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, so they got presented and, and everyone's like, oh, we got to make a cake. And then George goes, no, 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 not a cake. Uh, this week you're going to be making us cupcakes. Now, um, being 2009, we love cupcakes. Obsessed. We're, we we're, no, obsessed we're not interested in fruit smoothies anymore. That was a thing. That was that was then. This is now. This is now. So we're not we're not uh, so much into donuts yet. No, <laughs> no, not so much into donuts just yet. Um, cupcakes, cupcakes are the thing. Give me a ten dollar cupcake. In a laneway in Melbourne. Would love that. Small shop selling cupcakes. Like I'm in New York. Yeah. And so everyone was like, oh, what can we make? Oh, it's going to be fun. Um, and, and then on the big table. Yeah. Oh, you're going to say. No, no, please. Say, on the big table was many things that they can flavour their cupcakes with. Yeah. And Jeannie said, there were sweets. <laughs> and Jeannie said, there were sauces. And Judy said, there was so much to make, the cupcakes. She so- kind of sounds like that. I don't know. It's pretty close. It's, yeah. I'm not very good with accents. That's no, a, you're great. No, Mish. I'm not, You're good. Zach. You're really I'm, strong. No, you're I'm really not. strong. Um, if anyone wants to boost Mish's fragile, large but fragile <laughs> ego, um, jump in our reviews and talk about how good she is at, at accents. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Thank you. Um Anyway, they also said we also part of this is we need you to name your cupcake. Yes. Um, which was my favourite element which of Which is what I like. Fucking uh, stupid names. Which is a bit of a ready, steady cook layer to add to the show. Yeah, loved that. Yeah. Um, Tom, Tom's a dick. Tom named his cupcake something like Dancing Chocolate Fairy Dust or something. It was just shit. You know those moments in reality shows, Mish, where they um, – where they've made a decision because they think it's going to be interesting mm. and then um, and then it's already there, like it's already a part of the thing so they kind of have to dedicate time to it because yes. the cupcake has a picture next to it with its name so they have to address it. They yes. can't just cut the whole thing. Yes. But they re- like that really felt like a thing that in the edit they were like, oh, my God, why did we do the name thing? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, it was a stupid part of the <laughs> ep. Like, like everyone knows. It had nothing to do with anything. It was so inane. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I think the like the, one of the winning cupcakes was just like I think um, Poe did like a lime and hazelnut cupcake, and what I think she, she just it? called it light lime and hazelnut <laughs> cup- cupcake. Yeah, that was that was exactly <laughs> what she did. Um, I respect Poe. Po. Oh fucking a! Yeah, I, love I really po. love because I feel like Poe feels the way about the show as we do. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. as you and me who are 
so fucking exhausted. <laughs> Poe is too. Yeah. Like, she's right there with us. I feel like Poe represents the people. Poe's got um, a real layer I'm noticing, um, which is like, I feel like there are other people that are bitchy and there are other people that are mean spirited um, that are like, oh, this person's not very good or this person. And when, but when Poe talks about someone not being good, it's just out of exhaustion. It's yeah. out of like, why are they still here? Well, and she has said that. She's like, <laughs> like, so um, she says of like, you know, fast forwarding here, like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Poe just said, cause Aaron's in the bottom three. Like that's not a, that's not a spoiler <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's always in the bottom three. But she was just like, um, I think that there's probably a good chance that Aaron will go home because he's not very good at cooking. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> preach, bitch. Like, <laughs> like, fair point, eh? Like, preach, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> preach, bitch. You, you, you know what's up. Preach, bitch. Um, so anyway, our friend Julie Goodwin, mm-hmm. right, she gets in the top three and it's the first time she's Good ever. Good for her. Yeah, happy for her. Like it's the That's first time. That's take home. With, yeah, you know. she can have that. Yeah. Um, and she gets in the top three with her lemon cakes. Yeah. And she grates like 46 lemons into this and she's like, so this isn't more. a subtle lemon. And That's not how she talks. <laughs> No, that's I pretty... wish she was a valley girl. No, she kind of, she's like, no, because she always kind of sounds Julie, like she's about to Julie, cry. Yeah, this is like, this is my job. Yeah. She's like, um, um, this isn't a subtle lemon cake. This isn't a subtle lemon cake. <laughs> this is a lemon cake that packs a punch. And it's like, well, no shit, woman, you put all the citrus in there. You put so much lemon in there. She called it lemon diva cupcakes. Anyway, they loved them. They loved them. They loved them. It was nice of them to taste something with flavour. They loved Chris's beer and chocolate cupcake. They loved Poe's lime and they loved her cupcake. Yep, they Julie's did. Julie's cupcake won the day. That won the day. Her. So she got to pick between the three ingredients and the three ingredients were tilapia. 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 Yeah. Strawberries. I've seen those before. Yeah. And a big lamb leg. Yeah. And she said, I think cooking a lamb leg would be very dangerous. I've, I know how to cook lamb, but I've never done a whole leg and I feel like it would take me too much time and it's really and risky I'm not choice. Good at butchering and deboning. I, I've never deboned. I, I, I'm not a butcher. I pick the lamb. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she picked the lamb because she's not bright, right? Also, she's 38. Mm. There you go. <laughs> just wanted to say that and that's when I feel she seems myself. a little older than 38 maybe a tad yeah like with all due respect okay let's take right, it down let's see how this is gonna go yeah let's see if I can if I can work this good I can't be bothered cutting anything so no, I know this is fine I can tell in your eyes that today's not a day for editing <laughs> um, so Julie is 38 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when I found that out today I was surprised because you thought she was a bit older than maybe that. a bit older because she's got that. Because she's older. She looks older. Yeah. She's got that vibe about her. That's She okay. looks 38. When you look at her, she looks, she f- seems older. In some light, I look like a 12-year-old boy. Truth. Some. Fuck you. <laughs> I've never thought you look like a 12-year-old boy. No, occasionally. And the DMs attest otherwise. No, but Mish. I don't know what they're into. Ew. Ew. <laughs> um, no, I, um, if you just take my face. Yeah, right. Like if you remove my hair and my, my, my sexy, womanly, <laughs> exploding body, if you take that and you just take my face, it has a, a 12-year-old boyish quality. That is okay. I'll give you that. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's fair, right? But I don't see it. Oh, thank you. I think you've got the face of a woman. <laughs> All right, let's just move on with this, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, so then we're introduced to a random celebrity chef. Are they like, oh, celebrity chef? And I'm like, who's it going to be? And they, and, uh, did you know him? No. I don't, I didn't know him. Uh, it it, it um, had this thing. How popular is MasterChef Australia now? I feel like it's. Like fourth most popular show. Very it's up high. There. It's getting very popular. And I feel like they would have shot this before they knew how popular it would be. Mm-hmm. So they're all like. Guys, it's one of the one of the uh, judges from the British MasterChef, mm. and it's like, ah, oh, well, I think this show is now more popular than the British MasterChef. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's some dude. I wrote down his name. His name's John Tarode, Tarodi, Tarode. All I know is that he did a talking head where he talked about um, where he listed all the qualities that a master chef needs. He's like, they need tenacity. They need to be able to taste the food. They need to be able to do. And then he said, they need to have all of those things. 
but also something special. He didn't say things. Yeah. He said thing. <laughs> and then I also know that while while he did that talking head, they cut to a shot of him eating some spaghetti um, because, you know, but like he was trying to look threatening and menacing while he ate the spaghetti. <laughs> He was like, he was, he, he looked at the spaghetti and then he twirled it on his fork and then it was too big of a mouthful. And you could tell there was a moment where he was like, I can't take it. I can't, I can't take all of this spaghetti in my mouth. Mm. Uh, but I think I've just got to go for it, but they won't keep it in the edit, but he eats the big mouthful of spaghetti and still tries to look menacing. And, um, it was rough. It was rough. Um, also, he's just an asshole. Yeah, he's like the nasty judge that they decided not to have. Yeah, he's show. a mean boy. Yeah. Um, you could just, like, he he insulted everybody. Yeah. Um, and rarely said anything nice, but when he did say something nice, it wasn't done in a nice way. No. He just seemed like a bit of a dick. <laughs> um, um, and then <laughs> I just wrote down that at one point during this challenge, Julie said, I'm going to cook my ass off. <laughs> and I just thought that that was a very funny image. <laughs> Someone cooking their bottom off. And her ass just fucking falls off. I don't know why. <laughs> I also really so liked, um, me, who was, who was the, uh, who's the Spanish lady? Sandra. Son- Sandra. Or Jeannie. No, Sandra. Sandra. Just Jeannie's Italian. Italian. Yeah. Italian. Italian. Um, but no, Sandra was making that like croquette, but the soft croquette. Yeah. And she was like, it's a twist on the sh-. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Shepherd's Pie. And the British guy goes, um, you know what we say on the British MasterChef? And they're like, what? And he's like, the only twist you should be doing, the only person that should be doing a twist is Chubby Checker. <laughs> oh, I missed that. How did I miss that? The only person doing a twist should be Chubby Checker. And then I just jumped on Google to double check that is the guy who did the original Let's Do the Twist. Yes, that's so that's very, very good. He's like, we want traditional good cooking. Don't mm. be doing twists. That's for Chubby Checker. And he was so confident in himself. He really was. And then he did another thing later oh, on. Oh, by the way, just very quickly, the theme was British theme. I just wanted oh, yeah, to make that. Like he was British. there as the whole That's thing. That's why they were doing. Uh, um, yeah. And then he did another thing. And I, I wrote this down, but I left my piece of paper at home. Um, if only there was a way to have it all online and access it. Yeah. If only it was that we were in a time, Zach, where people no longer did handwritten notes. Yes. And just put them in things like, I don't know, a phone. Yeah, I wish we could have done that. Yeah. But I did actually write this by hand and then left it at home. But it was, there was such, we're talking about mustard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Julie. Justine. Julia. Justine. It was Justine. Justine. Julia's gone. Julie is the mum. Justine. Justine was doing um, mustard. Yeah, she was making a lamb roll and they go, well, what about it is British? She goes, oh, I'm using hot English mustard. And um, and he said, well, you know what we say in England? Um, mustard and wine, you'll be fine. Mustard and mutton, you're a glutton. <laughs> and then there was this incredible, <laughs> incredible awkward pause <laughs> like where Justine was just like, you're a fuckhead. But, like, but it was also like, well, is this a bad thing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm cooking with lamb, not mutton. (laughs) (laughs) He just wanted to rip that out. And I've remembered this. You know what they say, mustard and wine, you're fine. (laughs) Mustard and mutton, you're a glutton. You're a glutton. That's all. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And then they're like, ah. And there was still no clarity on whether this was a bad thing. Like, I feel like glutton is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. I feel like there's a few judges on that show that are gluttons. Oh yeah, I would I would definitely agree with you. I, I think I don't know what he was doing. I just think that that's his shtick. Whatever. Anyway, anyway, ends up being that Aaron, who cooked a shit 
um, shepherd's pie. Well, but he, the, very funny, Aaron as well. He had he he put too much salt in his. <laughs> this, this was very good. He put too much salt in his meal. He's like, I put too much salt in, so I felt like I needed to dilute it. And I was like, what with more stock, with more tomato, with mm. more meat, so with water. <laughs> Yes, you fucking idiot. For those of you out there who don't remember Aaron or haven't watched the last episode, of course you remember Aaron, um, but if you haven't watched the last few episodes of season one of MasterChef like Zach and I have, Aaron's the one who is doing a really shit job. He and- likes molecular gastronomy. He wants to be a three Michelin star chef overseas. He can't cook. And he can't cook. And all the judges Hate him. Are very cruel to him. Are very cruel. Also, I thought. thought. Ooh, we'll get to we'll this. Get to we'll that. get to this. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so he's, 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 he's in the bottom bad. three. Yeah. Sandra is in the bottom three. I've forgotten what she cooked. Something shit. Uh, yeah. The croquette. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, shit. Because she, she wasn't chubby <laughs> checker. And she, she was, tried to do a twist. She was playing around with twists and because she ain't chubby checker, she's in the bottom three. She didn't <laughs> take his advice. He offered her very clear advice. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't take she it. She did a twist, even though she was not chubby checker. Yeah. And Julie was in the bottom three, presumably because before she started the challenge, she said, I don't know how to cook lamb. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, still didn't know how to cook lamb at the end of the challenge. I, I will say she didn't know how to cook a leg of lamb in that amount of time because there was a point in the next episode, which I think we're actually at that point now, mm. where she said, if I go home, because she actually loves cooking lamb. She loves cooking lamb. She just didn't know how to cook a leg of lamb in that period yeah. of time. And she said, if I go home, if I go home because of a lamb dish, well, then I'm not going to cook lamb again. <laughs> that's that's what life advice, though. This is a woman with children. She's raising these kids. I think that's an excellent piece of advice. I was just like, what extreme thing is she <laughs> yeah. going to say? Like. <laughs> If I go home because of my inability to cook something I've cooked a million times before, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to cook that thing again. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, all right. All right. Good That's for fine, you. mate. Like, stick to your bangers and mash, mate. Like, I'm sure you do that just fine. Um, so they reveal to the bottom three, Aaron, Sandra and Julie, that the meal that they all have to cook in the elimination is paella. Or now- as George likes to call it. Paella. Yeah. So this is one of those episodes where they say the word 50 different times. Like they don't know how to say it. No. Like, no. And I'm left very confused. Sandra, who loves paella, pronounces it paella. Paella. Yeah. So Sandra, who knows how to cook paella. Because she's Spanish. Because she's a, Spanish. For anyone who doesn't know, paella is a uh, Spanish dish. It looks a lot like risotto, but you burn the bottom. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, You burn the bottom and you put all the stock in at once, which we were taught not to do. So, yeah, last week you're not allowed to put all the stock in at once. This week put in all the stock at once. Yeah, if you want to eat your burnt rice, put all the stock in at once. Um, My favourite part of this episode by far was when they revealed the paella or paella or paella um, which is rice, peas, and mussels. Um, Julie ate it and she's like, oh, man, this is really yummy. And then Aaron ate like, I can really taste the different spices. And then Sandra went up and tasted it, who's eaten paella before. She goes up and she tastes it and the look on her face was absolute disgust and she essentially just says in her chat to camera, that's not a paella. <laughs> George and Gary have served me up. A shit paella. Yeah, yeah, because not... she's like, where's the chicken? Where's the prawns? Where's the prawns? Where's the pork? Like, this isn't, I don't know how to recreate this shit, <laughs> essentially. It was brilliant. It was just this kind of moment where Sandra all of a sudden realised that she is be- She was better than than the professionals that presented. So she had to be shitter to win. Yeah, no, that was very funny. Yeah, it was that's... very, very funny. Um, So then they all start to cook paella. 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 Um, and I don't know what the fuck happened. Nothing really. Not like, really. Um, Julie did some clever shit, but everyone thought she'd burnt it. Uh, Aaron refuses to taste things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like refuses. They kept being like, have you tasted it? He's like, yep. They're like, do you want to taste it? Because, you know, sometimes you're overseas. Yeah. He's like, yep. Yeah. 
Like, just taste it. So yeah. I put my little, I put a spoon in there. I t- yeah, I taste it. It's like he just does not like tasting yeah. anything. Also, there was a bit, I do not understand what happened. Sorry to backtrack here. I'm sorry. There was a bit in the episode before where George was like, after we sent you back for your shepherd's pie, you ate it all. Yeah. <laughs> and then they did a good edit where they shot back, like a, they shot back to him eating the pie again. So they ate his shepherd's pie in the previous, um, sorry, we are backtracking. They tried his shepherd's pie and they were like, this is shit. Like it's way too rich. It's just shit. It's salty as like, what did you do? And then he took it back to the counter after they said it was shit and he ate it all. And then they had a big go at him for it. They're like, why did you do that? And he was like, oh, I just wanted to taste to see what was wrong with it. <laughs> and they were just like, oh, oh, yuck. And it's like, that, I don't, they're so mean to that poor boy. Anyway. Or so we thought. Or so we thought. So gets to, they've all cooked their pie and they present them to the judges and they try them all and they're all like fine or whatever. Um, Sandra made the best paella, which isn't surprising because she knew what it was, yeah. which is always kind of a leg up when you know what it is. Mm. Um, like Julie said, she'd never cooked with saffron before, um, whereas Sandra makes a better paella than Gary and George. Um, and Julie also, she did fine. She made she, a really, she yeah. had a really, she had the best crusty bottom. No, he had the mo- best. Cr- Aaron had the best crusty bottom, but yeah, I'm the amount of like times rice. they said crusty bottom. Ah. Like, I'm sorry to be all immature about this, but lol. Lol, <laughs> crusty bottom. Yeah, they said crusty bottom a lot. They were like, oh, I wonder if, I think she's burnt her bottom. Like, there was just a lot of, like, just funny, funny things. I enjoyed it anyway. Crusty bottoms. Um, So, basically, I've just revealed it already. Aaron went home. Aaron went home. And look, there's a part of me that is relieved for him. It's time for him to go. It was time. But what was really special was here I was thinking that George and Gary and Matt hated him. But part of me thinks they wanted to push him along because George, when he said, you're going home, he said, we know you want to be a chef. And he offered him something he hasn't offered yet and something that I think... Well, geez, it's something I would love, a really beautiful mm. opportunity. Uh, do you want to talk to that, Mish? Or? Yeah, so um, Aaron burst into tears when he found out mm-hmm. that he was uh, going home. Um, which seeing a guy cry on TV, weird, 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and George was just like, I know that you've always wanted to be a chef mm-hmm. and I can see your passion. So keep in mind, I genuinely thought that when they sent him home, they would all stand up and point at him and laugh. Like yeah. they've been awful to this boy. Um, but, it, yeah, I think you're right. I think it turns out that they were just, like, you know, testing him and pushing him to see how far he'd, go, like, you know, testing his limits. And George goes, I know how much you've wanted to be a chef. Like, you you show you such passion and you've got to walk before you run, yeah? Um, but I want to offer you something I haven't offered to anyone yet. I'd like to offer you a job at the press club, yeah, my restaurant. So th- could, you, could you imagine that opportunity? I was dumbfounded. Like... Keep in mind here, Aaron, this is the best chef in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but also this is one of the most popular restaurants in the country now. Mm. Um, there's money in this for you, Aaron. Well, that's the thing. I don't think Aaron's going to need to move, like achieve any of these other goals. No. Because he's going to get a handsome salary at a job like that. Uh, absolutely. If Can you imagine George Columbaris being your boss? God damn. What an opportunity. And it's like Aaron's a student. That's his yeah. occupation. They show it. He's a student. He's about to be making good dollar, good. real good dollar. I think it doesn't matter where you are at that place. Mm. Um, I think that it's one of those places where if you have a go, you'll get a go. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because cause not only do I think it'll pay really well, mm. right, Aaron's a hard worker. So if he puts in extra hours, if he works on holidays, if he mm-hmm. uh, works overtime, mm. he stands to make a lot of money. Yes, Zach, but let's also keep in mind that's just the law. <laughs> if you work on a public holiday, yes. you get paid more money. That's a law. So, so that's, obviously, that's 100% going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. 100% clearly. You're going to work in a kitchen for George Columbaris. You're going to work on a public holiday. <laughs> By law, you're going to get public holiday rates, Zach. That's just, that goes without saying. What a yeah. stupid thing you've just said. I just drooled. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I'd also like to state 
that this is an incredible opportunity for Aaron, mm. um, something he's been wanting his whole life. And I can imagine it's going to see him through years and years and years and years of culinary excellence and enjoyment. And there is no way in hell that he'll start a mining company and then in 2014 be sued by his own company for embezzlement. There's no way that's going to happen. Seven million dollars. <laughs> Um, well, he, he's not going to need to do that, Mish. No, because, because the man works for George, George fucking, fucking Columbaris. So there's no way he's ever going to feel the need to embezzle $7 million from his own mining company to support his his um, luxurious lifestyle. That's not something that's going to happen <laughs> in 2014. Um I don't know if that's inappropriate for me to say. He's not listening. It's on the public record. He's in jail. <laughs> he's not in jail. <laughs> He's what? <laughs> he's not. He's not. Anyway, yeah, he's not. Um, so Aaron's out. Great. George offers him a job. Great. Um, all right. So then we're on to the next episode, which easily, 100%, no doubt in my mind, was the most boring episode of MasterChef I've watched so far. Um, I, earlier in this podcast, said I was over MasterChef. You berated me. <laughs> You were like, how am I meant to work with that, Zach? That goes against the whole concept of the of the podcast. And then I have heard nothing but negativity <laughs> from you all. But podcast. I love it, Zach. I love it so much. But you this episode that. was uh, rough. This was hard. This was a hard episode to get through. Basically, Justine, who won with her lamb roll uh, previous episode, uh, she now is in that Celebrity Chef Challenge one where it's like if you win, you get fast-tracked all the way to the end of the... The one that Julia won. The one that Julia won. Um, Justine's doing it. She's cooking off against Guy Grossi. Guy Grossi is an Italian chef in Melbourne. I mean, I'd heard of Guy Grossi. Yeah, he's a big fucking deal, right? He's a big deal. She's cooking off against him. Now, he is one of the best Italian chefs in... Potentially the country. The mm. man knows his shit. He's got two Michelin stars. Got two hats. Two hats. Is that is that different? Is that a thing? Is that a thing? Yeah, genuinely. Yeah, I have two, two Michelin. Hats. What's a Michelin star? A Michelin. It's 2009, so I wouldn't know. Oh, is that a thing that happens? But if after? you want to know, yeah. do you want to know? Yeah. So Michelin star is like a city city specific guide. Only some, or a city or country specific guide. Only some countries or cities have Michelin stars. Australia has a different system with hats instead of stars. Very similar though. Oh, cool! I didn't know that. So he has two Michelin. <clears throat> so he has two hats in it's the so Age clever. Good Food Guide. Thank you for that. No, that's all right. I didn't um, know. Me explaining that to you patronisingly, if only there was a word for it. <laughs> You're just a man explaining. What's the problem? I don't know. There's no problem with that. You're just a man explaining to his female friend that's oddly platonic. Can't believe that exists. <laughs> Crazy. Um, you're just a man explaining. Get it. And it's been explained. Thank you, man. Um, so... He has two Michelin sh- hats, chef's hats. hats. He has two chef's hat hats. Shoe hat. He, ha- he owns hats. He, <laughs> he has, has a, two hats. He has a couple of hats. But I have two hats as well. But we're not talking about the two hats that I have. No. Like where um, am I wearing the grey hat or the black hat? No, he has two fancy chef boy hats. So the, the age good food guy yes. has said this is a good restaurant. Yeah, and he has two of them. He has two of them. Yeah, for this Italian restaurant. So he's an Italian chef. So as they lift the cloche. So, I'm, so for the record... Uh, uh, I believe this is, was true of 2009. Gr- Guy Grossi was famous for a $50 ravioli dish. Yes. $50 yeah. for a plate of ravioli. This is the league he's in. And then uh, I remember reading an article in The Age about how he makes this dish. I read it mm. a few weeks ago. Um, the reason it's $50 is it's three days of work. The precision the perfection that this man goes about. What sort of pasta dish is going to be revealed? Is it going to be ravioli? Mm. Is it going to be even just fresh pasta shit? A gnocchi. A gnocchi. We saw that last week. We've already seen a gnocchi. What what are we going to see from Guy Grossi? Some sort of, and I'm I'm where everyone's waiting with bated breath Mm. at what delicious Italian meal he's going to to reveal when they lift the cloche Mm. and they lift the cloche and it's potato salad and lobster. It is the most 1980s nouveau riche. riche. It's 
it, it, it looks fucked. Revoke I, cuisine. And all jokes aside, like we're in 2009, haha, very funny, we love MasterChef, whatever. It looked like, it looked so fucking gross. It was <laughs> like, it was, it was, so it was a Russian so salad. So they call it a Russian salad. I'd heard of Russian salad before. I'd never heard of it. But I didn't thing. think that people ate it. Like I thought, it, it's fucked. It's literally cubed potatoes, yeah. cubed carrots and yeah. peas mixed with mayonnaise. Yeah. So. In like a cylinder. Yes. Yes. This was how it was served in a cylinder with lobster on top and then a beetroot sauce. Yeah, like a beetroot reduction. It looked like um you know the movie Wall Street? Yes. With Michael Douglas, yes. Now earlier today we were having a conversation <laughs> I used a different movie. movie. <laughs> but I do remember Wall Street. Yeah, not not, not a not that one. Not the. Not the one. Not Wall, not Wall the, Street. Because that doesn't exist. That's not a thing. Wall Street was. So Michael I was like, Douglas. when I had that conversation with you earlier, I was like, fuck, I'd love to talk about this in the podcast. Yeah, but, but we I can. Can't. No, but we can. But with Wall Street. With Wall Street. Yes. But if there's a more contemporary, I couldn't think of one because it's mm. 2009. Yeah. But if there's a more contemporary version of Wall Street that you can think of, yes. as a listener. Go to that one. Yeah. But both work. <laughs> what was your point, mate? It looks like something from Wall Street. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it was, uh, it, it's just like, a, it's pretty much a Russian salad is a gross potato salad. Did you hear that? Mm. My mic just did something funny. It sounded like a record <laughs> scratch. Yeah. I wonder if that'll show up. Hmm, anyway, who knows? <laughs> who knows? We're not Maybe editing this. Maybe <laughs> you'll just sound like a crazy person. <laughs> um, anyway, a shit potato salad with a thing of lobster and then they spent like a really long time. Uh, yeah, then they just spent a really long time kind of cooking it and nothing really happened. And the best part of the episode was very clearly Matt, George and Gary were all disappointed with the the dish that Guy mm. Grossi presented, they were just like, this is a shit dish. They pretty much gave sixes and sevens across the board and Guy Grossi won by one point. Yeah. But overall, even Gary said to Guy Grossi, so they're both. Like they're peers. They're peers. He just went, look, Guy, this wasn't very good. <laughs> and yeah. Guy Grossi was just like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. It, was just, it just seemed to, it just was a bit shit. So Justine didn't get through. Guy Grossi goes back to his two chef hat restaurant yeah. with his, shit potato salad and I'm left feeling a bit empty. It was a very disappointing end, um, but although the middle one was a bit exciting. I'm so excited for Aaron. I think it's really just awesome stuff. Um, and that is recaps with Mission Zach. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it looks like we've finished in under 50 minutes. Which is so odd because we both came into this with such high energy today. <laughs> yeah, admittedly I didn't. <laughs> Admittedly, I've come in not high energy. <laughs> you did really good, though. You pushed Thank through. Thank you. Thank you. Um, basically, uh, we've we've now hit the halfway point, mm. um, which is really really nice to know that we've kind of everything we're doing now is reaching the end of. Mm. For those of you asking as well, we've gotten a couple of DMs, a couple of reviews about people saying, "Oh, you're going to go on to do season two? No, no. The answer is no. No, no, we're not. Um, <laughs> we like. I don't know. No. Maybe. Yeah, all right. <laughs> maybe. Um uh, but no, we we I'm I am thoroughly enjoying doing this pod with you, Zach. Thank you, Mish. I love you. I love you too, Mish. I love you, Zach. I, I'm thoroughly enjoying doing this podcast <laughs> with you as well. Um I love watching MasterChef. I've started a ch- uh I've started uh really trying to watch more quality films. Mm. Just, just, uh, I usually watch a couple. I'm trying to push myself to watch like four, five, mm-hmm. six a week just to really, just because I want to. We watched Back to the Future 2 together. We last did. Week. Well, but I only watched like, like, I watched the very end. You watched it mostly on your own and then I watched a little Thanks bit. Thanks for that reminder. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for telling everyone that that's what I did. <laughs> you watched most of it on your own because I was out with my partner. <laughs> But Mish, you were alone. <laughs> Watching Back to the Future too. I went out for dinner with my life partner. Um, but you were at home alone eating Oreos that I bought well, for you, I've you poor cunt. <laughs> I've been posting on my Instagram the movies I watch, and I don't want people being like, "You're not. Are you not posting when you watch Back to the Future type films?" <laughs> and the answer is, I am. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, uh, but I was going to say is I've been making this effort. I I'm I want to watch less inane shit and more just enriching stuff, you know, to be a bit a wanker for a moment. Mm. So I'm really glad uh, before I made this decision, I made a commitment to watch three to six hours of MasterChef <laughs> a week <laughs> because my brain <laughs> likes this mushy state that it's in. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? It's really good for it's us. It's great. Um, um, if you have any uh, requests, um, people, any guests you want us to bring back, any things we want you want us to keep talking about, uh, let us know on uh, uh, either mine or Mish's uh, Instagram account or the official recaps with Mish and Zach MySpace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. As you're visiting Tila Tequila, don't forget to just jump over, visit us a little bit. Um, uh, give us a like, uh, g- g- uh, put, put us in your top eight. <laughs> yeah, please, would love that. Next to Panic at the Disco. <laughs> Track us in there as well. Um, of course, we are we are being big on MySpace now. We will be doing. <laughs> what will we be doing? Uh, we will be uh, part of the MySpace festival uh, next yep. week with um, Sandy Tom. <laughs> yes, Sandy Tom. She's so much more than a one-hit wonder. No, that yes, she is. is. I can't wait to hear what she has after yeah. Punk Rocker with Flowers in My Hair. <laughs> Um, we've also, uh, uh, also making an appearance will be Lily Allen. Great. Um, uh, who released a song about her pesky brother, Alfie, <laughs> whoever that might be. Um, uh, just so many other fun people from MySpace. It, I think MySpace, yes, Facebook is on the rise, but I think, uh, I think yeah. I would be very surprised to see them overtake MySpace anytime Absolutely. soon. Oh, also just a quick pop culture reference as well. Mm-hmm. Crazy what happened with Kanye West and Taylor Swift at those music awards. My God, how about that? How, wasn't that just nuts? Wasn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, for those of you who have been living under a rock for yeah. the last couple of weeks, I guess. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift got given Best Music Video Award over mm-hmm. Single Ladies by Beyonce mm-hmm. and Kanye West got up on stage and said, I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce had the best music video of all time. He's done. He's done. There he is, is no future for that man. Who is done. he anyway? Runaway. Got it. Great. Thank you. He's done. Yeah. There, there's, oh, my God. Can you believe it? Yeah, I was, I was in absolute shock. Can you imagine? Kanye, it was so awful what you did. That not only is your music career over for sure, but no one's ever going to love you. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Um, but that being Go- said, mm-hmm. who the fuck is Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> She's got like one little country song. That's so funny, but that was very funny. Oh. Um, yeah, she just got she, all she does is write a little country songs, a little country love songs. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. And I mean, if I was a, if I was thirteen, I might find that cute. But you know, yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks so much for listening. Hit us up on MySpace. Thanks, guys. I've been Zag, and I'm a Mish, and we've been recaps <laughs> with Mish and Zag. That was shit. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 